Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, October 20th, 2022. Today on the Ether, open source contribution hosted by Asset Mantle. Let's take a listen. Hey, hi Unity. Hi Devanshu. Hey, hi Unity. Hi. Um so how is everyone? All good up in the festive mood for Diwali. Uh Unity, let me know who is to invite for the speaker, I'll send an invite. Yeah, it's Thomas and she's in the space right now. And Ashwin too. Uh, yeah, Thomas sent you an invite as well. Hi, Ashwin. Hello. Hi, hi, and Ashwin. How are you? Hi, Aditi. Hi, everyone. I'm all good. Awesome. How's your Diwali profession going on? Not yet busy with the office work and everything. <laughs> yeah, I know it's tiring, right? Yeah, long day, and now here in this space. Pretty much excited to hear you. Yeah, likewise. So, we'd, we would be starting in five minutes till then uh, for people to join, and yeah. Great, yeah, for sure. Anybody who's joining new and like doesn't know about Asset Mantle, so we are a bunch of developers uh, developing since 2018 um, and working on decentralized identities and open source contribution to um, something called Inter NFT standard. Uh, but yeah, uh, our entire team and development is like based on the ethos of open source development and uh, the entire Blockchain has been a contribution on a lot of open source teams. Um, and yeah, with this, like today's space, I hope like we encourage a lot of students to uh, go, you know, learn development, participate in open source uh, development and contributions around. And Hacktoberfest is going on. So that's like, a, this is a crazy month to do this Twitter space. And Unuti, Soumya, Ashwin, like all, I think, great, great developers can definitely learn a lot from them. I hope like you guys will inspire a lot of students to take up development. Definitely, um, Sachin and yeah, pretty much excited for the space as well. Meanwhile, Soumya and Ashwin, can you just um, tweet from your account that you are the part of the this this Twitter space? Would be a great help if that could be done. I'm getting a few more speaker requests. So yeah, if anybody like, if you guys have questions, we'll just have an, a, a quick AMA round at the end of the session. So I'll uh, invite all you guys as speaker uh, uh, by the end of it. Meanwhile, uh, if you want to call your uh, friends as well for the space, you are free to do so as well. 
since we would be announcing one of the major programs for asset mint so uh and that's the thing yeah so yeah um all right Nidhi, i think we can start if it's good to go yeah sure. um so um yeah thank you so much ashwin for coming as a speaker and also uh like uh sparing your time for today's space so uh would be starting with your introduction so uh Soma, can you just introduce yourself uh to the audience sure thank you Niti, for the welcome hi everyone i'm Soumya. so right now i'm a software engineer at red hat and uh, i also am educator with one of the edtechs out there i create uh, technical content on uh, platforms on different platforms like LinkedIn, YouTube and Twitter as well. Talking about open source and my technical journey. So it has started when I was somewhere in uh, initial years of my engineering. So like it's been like a pretty much interesting journey. Started with basics of DSA and stuff, then got into mobile application development, did internships with some startups. Uh, like remote internship at that time that was not COVID time but because the startup was Canada based so did remote internship and all then one day got to know about open source uh, got some enthusiasm that okay open source is something uh, which like a million uh, there are some projects which million of people are already you know using and everything so I thought uh, I have this skill a bit like not obviously that time I was I was not expert and no one can become expert in any domain I mean it's like ever learning, you know, continuous learning process in software domain. So, yes, I got excited about this thing. Learning Git and GitHub, it took really a lot of time in the beginning. Now I feel like, oh God, that was like literally not not a single video did so, so many things for learning those basic stuff. It was taking time to understand the flow, Git, add, commit, push everything. And it started contributing to mobile application development project of uh, organizations like MIFO's organization and Anita B. Talk. I was mentored at uh, one of the initiatives out there, then Google Code, in, uh, with, in which like the university students were there and we as mentors were supposed to help them to contribute to those programs. So it has been like really an awesome journey, uh, open source communities. Uh, with the help of um, those communities, I learned a lot. I mean, so many software engineers, principal engineers who are already so much experienced in the IT industry. I got to learn from them in the initial years of my engineering. And that's how I, uh, in the second year, Red Hat, which is uh, like world's leading product-based open source company. I mean, once you enter into the open source domain, you will notice how many open source projects and all those uh, things are there. So it became kind of my dream company. I thought of working there as maybe an intern full time. So applied uh, for six months of internship uh, in the third year, got rejected in the second DSA round. Then in final year again applied, then got six months of software engineering internship and then PPO. So yes, I mean, um, was contributing to Quarkus project as well, which is their project only JBoss. Like there are many projects of uh, like Red Hat. So, yeah, like I will be sharing a lot many interesting stuff. I shouldn't keep the intro so long. So sorry. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot many things to share. How, what mistakes I did, what you should not do. And uh, yes, handing over the mic back to Nithi. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, thank you so much for your introduction. I have been following your content and have been following and have had a really good chance to meet you as well in person. So, yeah, and that's the thing. Um, she is awesome. She is awesome human being. So, yeah, passing over the mic to Ashwin for the introduction. Hello, hello. Uh, quick mic check. Everyone can hear me all right. Yes, I think the hardware on it is. Yeah, thank you so much, Soumya, for that prompt. Hi everyone, how is it going? My name is Ashwin Kumar Upala. I am a final year uh, undergraduate from Hyderabad. Um, I currently work as a coach at Major League Hacking. I'm also a GitHub Campus expert and a Microsoft Learn student ambassador. What it simply means is that I'm super duper enthusiastic about open source communities and student communities. Um, I guess my journey started when I was scrolling through LinkedIn one day and I thought I saw that, hey, uh, participate in this hackathon and we'll give you stickers. And I seriously wanted those stickers. So I just did that for the sake of stickers. And from that, my journey towards the open source started. Uh, for me, uh, I guess it started via hackathons. And uh, I guess that was a really good way to learn Git and GitHub. Before learning version control system, I was a really I was a real mess. Like uh the things that might go wrong by not using a version control is exactly the things that i did when i did not learn git and github you know having like hundreds of copies of the same file and then losing and then unable to go back and so many things so after facing that pain learning uh, github and well, it was, it was a pretty good boon but i actually realized the power of open source after i joined communities that is when i realized that if you are contributing to projects or to initiatives uh, with others as a team, then it's really fun. It gives back a lot and it adds a lot of value to your own resume. I have seen like some of the best offers out there, some of the best opportunities people get from open source. And there are other ways to get that, but I have open source it just helps them including myself a lot i guess i, I got my first uh, well paid good experience internship through my contributions in open source and not my score on lead code or code chef anywhere else i use, i used to do code forces a lot i like problem solving but that really did not help me a lot uh, once i kept my open source contributions uh, consistent that really changed the way how uh, you know my whole career line uh, speaking of that i was the only one from my own campus doing it and that did not make me very happy because it took me two years to find out these opportunities exist and i don't i did not want it to be the only one you know the only student who knows all this good stuff i want more people to get involved like there are so many passionate students in my college who could use these opportunities so I ended up starting my own community called Hackerabad uh, with the aim that we'll keep this an open source community and share what we are learning out there in this local community. And I could see like the personal growth in each member of my community they got because of all their involvement in open source. And that strictly is not restricted to code. Uh, a lot of talks out there, a lot of spaces will talk about how open source can help you and how it can get started. And it mostly revolves around code, but that is not entirely true. If you are someone who does not like to code or does not want to code or who has interest in anything else, there are 
tons of opportunities for you out there in open source to contribute in fact i would say if you feel like feel like not coding and want to contribute please do we need so many people who are out there with no code contributions in the open source projects so yeah uh, that has been my journey and it's been pretty fun and i'm so excited to answer all your questions today and share anything that you want to know regarding open source communities and contributions so yeah ashwin thank you so much for your uh, introduction and to be very honest you are very cheerful person and a very helpful person as well so like um had also had a chance to meet you as well in person and i might say that you have a great energy uh, yeah so kudos and uh, so passing over, over the mic to dipanshu uh, for the introduction hey dipanshu uh hey rudhi uh yeah hi guys uh keep it brief so unlike my distinguished for the accomplished co speakers here while i was in college did not know about open source did not even know about git uh like roll all my code in like folders and kept it in my local system for say the first job also uh like enterprise level uh the protocol they used to use was called lespn and not git and that was my first stint with version control uh post that like i started working on this uh, uh startup called uh, comdex started utilizing gitlab there uh but had to keep and why gitlab because it uh, it gives you an option to keep your repository private uh free of cost right so uh like gitlab and git uh, that was my first experience but like comdex shipify product was kind of like a enterprise product or consortium product so it never went uh, public and although i got exposed to the like, golang so earlier i used to use java ee enterprise edition all the libraries there were like maintained at an enterprise level all, all of those were like version and like maintained packages lts long term support uh when i got exposed to golang this is first time i experienced like packages that were like live github repositories that were being actively maintained updated etc so yeah uh comdex gitlab private repository consortium project uh, golang uh, constantly updated libraries uh, excited me to works like uh, i remember the first one that i contributed to i guess was uh go validator it was a library to like validate uh like uh, json request to uh, json to like golang object conversion and validating the object and it was not versioned properly so like uh, the canonical versioning was not done properly so like that was my first issue that i raised and the contribution that i made and that opened me up to the world of like open source contributions uh since then i've been contributing to uh, uh this is one project called tendermint core cosmos stk uh then took the code that we built it like uh, comdex uh, open source realizing that uh, the applications of what we had built was just not restricted to the consortium uh like a shipify product it could be like made open source and converted into a protocol 
then like uh, excited people didn't get on board, start contributing to the project, uh, realized that uh, for it to become uh, like a uh, standard per se, uh, there's a requirement for you to like uh, create a working group around the protocol that I was trying to build and get everyone involved and uh, like get it like moderated and maintained by uh, like well-known uh, like uh, uh, juice case maintainers, etc. So like had the opportunity to work with the WCC uh, like use case maintainers, etc. to build out this uh, open source protocol, which is not code at all, just a protocol called Intel NFT. And, and yeah, uh, transition into asset mantle, like and, uh, have been utilizing, contributing, and getting contributions from the community towards like the projects that I've been building. So I understand the power of open source. Uh, what I do understand is this, that uh, uh, like uh, closed source code base, closed source, closed source libraries that you utilize, uh, they seem a little bit more uh, like secure because the code the code directly is not exposed, and it's up to black box trial and error for people to figure out for the vulnerabilities are while open source uh, directly people can just like uh, in many cases of exploit just run static code and like figure out what they should do and exploit them. But um, and at the same time, like uh, open source code is support and evolves at a much faster rate than the closed soul enterprise code does, uh, which forces you also to like keep your repositories updated, uh, like well maintained, etc. So it's a lot of work, it's a lot of like uh, you know your open source kind of scenario, but uh, uh, I've seen the transition uh, from fully enterprise. Code to like open source uh, dependence of big enterprise uh, and open source and uh, how uh, and what practices have to be like maintained and changed in uh, like work with a new platform. So, kind of that has been a journey for Hilch on open source to like fully, fully out there contributing. And, Getting contributions. Uh, back to you, Anupi. Um, uh, your microphone is like a, a bit fickling. Uh, right. Uh, let me switch. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the introduction. Great developers. I think Soumya, Ishika, Ashwin is it. Um, and yeah, Anupi, if you want to take the conversation forward. Yeah, um, so also we have Ishika Vadas. Can you just uh, introduce yourself like a bit, Ishika? Hi there, I hope that I'm audible. Yes, you are. Audible. Yeah, okay, perfect. So, hi guys, it's uh, Ishika Keserwani this side. Currently, I am a final year student at my university and I'm pursuing my BTEC with a specialization of artificial intelligence and machine learning. In short, I'm a developer and a data scientist and a person who loves contributing to the community. I am a GitHub campus expert. Along with this, I'm also the GDS lead of my university. And currently, I'm the community manager at Aldogic. Along with this, I also cracked MLH fellowship 
uh, and I've worked under GitHub organization along with uh, EDC, that is the Education Development Center. So yeah, I guess that is it about me. And I've been working uh, in open source for quite a long time. Initially, I started up by looking out for opportunities. For me, open source is about, you know, gaining knowledge and checking up your knowledge, like, you know, learning and implementing it somewhere and collaborating with people. So while in my second year, when I was looking out for opportunities, open source did help me a lot to gain experiences and generally saying it has helped me a lot in my career from MLS fellowship to cracking a lot of opportunities. So yeah, I guess that is it from my end. Over to you, Anati. Yeah, thank you so much, Ishika, uh, for the introduction. So we'll be starting with the question that uh, what is open source according to you? Maybe anyone from the speaker could take this question. Sure, yeah. I would like to take this up. Yeah. So many times, I mean, uh, I get this question who are beginners, who are just getting started with the open source or Git, GitHub. They don't understand what the term open source is. So somewhere the word is kind of self-explanatory if you look at it, right? Uh, let me explain it this way, what open source projects are. So uh, there are plenty of projects, uh, you know, there are plenty of products, softwares we that we use in our life on daily basis. My check. I guess um, you were not audible in the middle. Yes. Yeah, audible now? Yes. Cool, cool. So, uh, yes, uh, I was explaining, like, there are plenty of softwares that we use uh, on daily basis in our lives, like uh, WordPress is there, then um, RHEL, I mean, Red Hat Enterprise, Linux, so, so many operating systems that we use, Fedora, lot many softwares are there for which are kind of open source the browser the web browser that we use mozilla firefox as well what open source means is the code base of all these projects are available on platforms like github gitlab bitbucket most of them use github but there are plenty of them i have seen and contributed to which are on like other platforms like uh, GitLab as well. All these are all these. I mean, work in a similar way. They have the same story. It's just kind of uh, you know different. Uh, it's controlled by different organization and all such things are there. But they are kind of uh, similar commands are used to work on uh, these. You can have your profile on maybe GitHub, GitLab. We will get deep dive into these things. So basically, open source uh, are such projects uh, whose code base is uh, kind of publicly available, let's say, while using Mozilla Firefox. If you are a web developer, you feel that, oh, uh, like that feature can be added there or maybe this uh, bug is that bug is there, which I should be reporting. And you already have a decent idea of how that particular thing is done. So what you can do, you can uh, just type on your favorite web browser Mozilla Firefox GitHub repository and you can go on that particular project and maybe if you have to report issue you can report issues that okay this is the bug that I found or if you want to work on any new feature you can search for the same in the issues section and if you have some ideas which you want which you feel that can be added then you can create an issue yourself as well and the project maintainers the project admins they will check the issue they will add their comments there that if that feature will be 
you know useful for the project or not so this is kind of a summary of what open source is if you are a developer or if you want to contribute to any project in maybe let's say form of documentation uh, maybe testing you have uh, knowledge around uh, qe testing and all those things research advocacy there are plenty of ways with the help of which you can kick start your open source journey you will like we will talk about benefits of doing these things later and yeah this is a short kind of uh, example that i felt like will help you understand open source better yeah yeah um yeah shika you have your hand raised can yeah i guess i'm going to talk about it or like she covered everything about open sources and how it works but like i just wanted to emphasize on this one thing that you know from a point of view of a student who has just started their journey in in the world of open source uh, open source is the best way through which you can gain knowledge uh, through which you can um, test up your skill sets and um, how you can bond with the community like you know when i initially started i started up by joining groups and you know what the best thing about these uh, groups and communities is that everyone is always there to help you out and the best thing is that no one is going to judge you so you can literally go to them ask them and they will help you out they will help you out to figure out everything that is you know when i was in my second year i always used to have this thing that yaar koi to aa jaye koi to madad kar de and that is how open source has helped me out in my career so yeah i just wanted to add this yeah ishika i can surely relate to it, this as well since i was also in my like when i was in my second year i was pretty much stuck with solving issues with different repositories and i guess uh community helped me a lot in that case as well literally like i was applying to so many internships but you know when you initially start in the tech domain people don't usually take you for internship opportunities so over here uh, open source really did help me out with the experiences yeah i totally agree uh, also i can see the ashwin's hand as raised hey ashwin yeah yeah i uh, totally agree with what ishika said and what somya said i also want to add that i personally also strongly believe that open source is about collaboration um i started when i said open source you know i went to github i went to jsoc website and see saw like okay open source is a huge definition i have to like get this down uh, what is open source and uh, uh you know when you realize that literally everything you are using out there has open source in it if you are using an android phone the kernel inside it which runs the android phone is literally open source if you are using an iphone Uh, a major part of a major feature of it is made on open source you can actually check it out on settings in the license and uh, same for what some said there are so many os out there that is open sourced uh, i spent my entire childhood using vlc media player that is open source and the amazing point is i can contribute to them now if there is a problem in my iphone or on my windows os all i can do is simply blame the developers that oh yeah my pc got stuck in update again i can't do anything right but if the technology is open source i can fix it myself that's the beauty of it uh how how am i going to fix that well that's a problem for another day but you get the chance to fix it yourself and 
personally when i tried that it was a bit overwhelming doing it alone uh, i went to the repository of react or to the vlc or how things work it was a lot and that's when i realized it is okay to do it but it's much more fun when you do it in a team uh that is what i realized by doing hackathon that if i am contributing to open source uh by collaborating in it it's much more fun uh i had an exponential growth and it adds value to whatever project you are contributing to so uh if you think about open source definitely think about how you can collaborate with people out there uh like what ishika said people are extremely friendly out there just i have to ask them that hey i want to contribute to this tool that i'm using of yours and they will help you how can you get started uh if you have a friend you two are in this space together see how you two can together contribute to open source instead of doing it on your own sure you can do it but it's a it's a much more easier challenge if you do it together so i personally strongly believe that open source has a lot of collaboration in it yeah i guess i can surely uh, let to that as well as well um yeah coming over to next next question that is how to find the repository yeah somewhere i can see the hand as raised yeah so yeah, yeah. so one more quick thing that i wanted to add is when ashwin was talking about vlc and all so an interesting thing is i mean when you work on such open source projects no which already like many people are using and they know about it then you can i mean you know uh, show off your uh, maybe feature if you have added some maybe button you have created some you know uh, exciting feature out there in that product in that software so you can tell that hey that uh, you know feature which like thousands and so many people are using that was uh, for the code for that was written by me i mean that is like a moment really for a developer so that was a quick thing that i wanted to add <laughs> uh adding on to what somit just said uh, that actually happened uh we were doing a hackathon me and my teammates and one of my teammates karuna saw that there's something wrong with flask uh, flask is a lightweight python backend framework a lot of you might have heard of it if not it's a very light and backend framework to deploy apps if you are using python now there was a problem with some one of the types of variable in flask and uh, she just explored a little bit and she found out nobody has reported that issue uh, in the flask repository It means the maintainers did not know that problem existed and she ended up contributing to flask now flask is used by so many people and that is so cool that whatever contribution that she did uh is being used by thousands of people out there she can definitely add it to her resume and it's going to add so much more value so that is one of the real life examples that you get to see every day that just contributing and collaborating can actually add value and it can definitely help boost your own career yeah definitely i can uh, i have a question as well like yeah i'm not being very active with respect to oss but um how 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 many of you like uh, consider working on open source even after like graduating and is that a, a valid career option to work on a uh, tech that is open source i can take that one uh since i am about to graduate uh, i think it's a choice uh you don't so, uh, the thing is when you're working in open source contributions or you when you're working on projects you're not getting paid at least for most of the part because you are working to solve a problem uh, none of the maintainers out there are getting paid uh, 
to get any of the things done. Uh, there are sponsorships available to encourage them, and there are funds by a lot of companies to encourage the open source contributions go. But at the end of the day, it's all volunteer work. Uh, you're not uh, forced to keep a project alive. At the same time, you're not forced to you know work on it or fix the bugs. So if you see any uh, project that is active out there, it is because the people just use it a lot and they are really passionate to focus on it. Uh, I personally would continue to contribute to open source because I use open source products and tools. And when I see a problem, I love to raise an issue and start a discussion that how can we solve this together? Uh, it's just fun to do it. And the learning curve has been a lot higher compared to, you know, starting uh, buying a course or re going through it. I can do the same thing uh, by contributing to an open source project. But uh, one, it's like completely free. I'm learning something and I'm adding value to that project while learning on the go. So uh, a lot of uh, students or people from the open source community, when they graduate, continue to, I've seen continue to uh, contribute in whatever way possible. Uh, is it a career option? I'm not sure. I guess uh, Soma can answer that. But I have seen people uh, working at open source companies, uh, which is personally I've seen a, like a great work culture environment out there. So Soma, would you like to take on that one? How's the you know work life at uh, open source companies or anything like that? Surely. So uh, I'm in. I'm talking about the organization I am in. Red Hat. So uh, if you look at their page, they uh, they are known for their open open culture, work life balance, and everything. But it is more like a you know product based company only. It's a MNC which is US based, and they have like it's it's more like you know um, any uh, MNC which has like it has like one hundred ten plus offices across the globe, and it works like any other product based company. I would say. Uh, they are known for their many of many of the you know open source project like Fedora is their RHEL Red Hat Enterprise Linux and the list is really long like Quarkus Wildplay etc. So uh, I would say there are two parts in it. It's not like completely open source. There are uh, because they have developers who are uh, paid uh, paid very well. They have like same as uh, software engineers have packages and everything. Product based companies have good packages. So it's in the same way this organization also has. My experience has been, as I said, in the second year of engineering, when I entered into the open source world, it became kind of my dream company because I was contributing to many of its open source projects, right? And uh, the senior software engineers, principal software engineers across the globe, uh, they like uh, in any project here, if you if you will see, they have mm, teammates. I mean, they have developers from different nation. I mean. Uh, India, US, variety of Germany, they have kind of lot of diversity and that kind of make things really very exciting. I mean, in my team itself. So uh, in short, I would say my experience has been great. I'm not sure about like those open source projects, which are just projects. I mean, you would be understanding. I mean, some projects are just kind of starting, right? Very much like you can say the startup or something like that. I'm not sure about those, but it was it is a kind of uh, it was founded I guess in 19. It's it's a it's an old organization, right? So it has a kind of place there in the IT industry. Uh, it's well settled. So maybe the picture is different uh, if I talk about this organization. Uh, 
and uh, yeah overall if you uh, if you say like open source culture and all uh, you will get to really learn a lot many thing before actually entering into the it industry in the tech industry you will see how actual softwares are built you will learn how the uh, project uh, you know admins the maintainers they manage the project there are thousands and long lines of code you will learn how to maintain such large code bases a main like read uh, such a large large kid code bases and that will really add value to your resume as well i mean when the interview will see okay this uh, uh, like somya has contributed to that uh, xyz project which is uh, so big and if you will add link to your pr and everything that will be really impressive i mean they will understand if uh, she can work on such big project then certainly i mean she has some decent knowledge right so yeah that that's what my point is that's that's quite interesting and like red hat has been one of my favorite companies respect to the uh, work culture and ethos and like it's very interesting actually if we look at look at it as like uh, you know the next generation who will be more focused on open source development uh, and companies that are focus on that but also to like maintain that model to compete with the you know disruptive and uh, disruptive technologies and companies that will be close source but taking a lot of funding to develop the same software and in the end like the end user is going to use whatever is uh, you know the best out there and uh i think the biggest uh, competition to open source as we go ahead uh, with respect to the uh, environment that has been built up of competitive uh, funding uh, to disrupt every industry uh, would be to like have like competitive edge with oss and even red hat has like a revenue model uh, that uh, it sells proprietary software uh, but as an open source company so that's like is this a quite interesting aspect to to the entire thing uh, like asset mantle as well uh, like the panchu journey with os has started with persistence and i used to be a developer there and even like uh, it was open source but the combined valuation of persistence uh, comdex and now asset mantle uh in the past 5 years has crossed 800 million dollars but but has in a very uh, kind of a case study kind of for me and that's the reason like i chose to uh, stay around companies that have a very unique case study for incentivization model of oss in the competitive edge but still crossing the billion dollar valuation mark from nothing uh yeah on to you anuti i'm just excited to hear all this <laughs> uh yeah sachin i can surely see the excitement being in a virtual space so yeah um so my next question to the speaker panel would be like um how to find the open source projects to contribute as a fresher or as a student like any tips or any tricks how to find that maybe anyone could take this from speaker panel this one is uh, pretty easy there are quite a lot of uh, websites good first issues uh, quite a lot of website which have curated issues for beginners to get started with open source contribution this month itself hacktoberfest is happening if you don't know what is hacktoberfest it's a it's kind of like month long celebration of open source contribution uh, this event is organized by digital ocean but there are tons of 
open source companies and projects participating in it. What it means is uh, you have to contribute to four uh, issues out there. Uh, basically, like create four pull requests. If you don't know what pull request is, that is okay. It means that you have to contribute four times in any project that you like, and you will be eligible to get a T-shirt, free T-shirt from DigitalOcean, or plant a tree in your name from DigitalOcean. So, uh, this is a very good motivator for people who want to get started with open source and want some incentives while doing that. Highly recommend it. Check Hacktoberfest out. Uh, some of the really good ways to look out for projects which are out there and which are used by people. I use GSOC website, Google Summer of Code website as a very good reference point to check out the projects and the companies. Uh, you don't have to wait for GSOC to start, but you can just look at the past projects which participated in it and uh, just check it out like, okay, these are the projects that are open sourced and I use them. So you will find Python, you will find VLC, you will find uh, <clears throat> Uh, a lot of open libraries that we use uh, in the GSOC website. Uh, Google Summer of Code itself is a good program. Uh, MLH Fellowship, which Ishika did, uh, is a great program if you want to <clears throat> try out open source. Uh, at the same time, get a bit of mentorship, uh, do it in a team, and get incentivized along the way. Outreachy, there are certain, uh, oh, no, they did outreachy, if I recall correctly. So, mm -hmm. Uh, no, I didn't. I did MLH fellowship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry for that. But yeah, these are great programs to get you started uh, because doing open source contribution alone without any incentive can be difficult for a beginner and you can lose motivation as time passes. Uh, doing, taking part in applying in these programs which incentivize you is a great motivator for you to get your first step in open source contributions. Uh, but that said, if you cannot get in these programs, you don't have to stop yourself uh, from contributing to open source. Uh, do hackathons or just uh, just pick your favorite tool that you'll use and the things that you want to fix and you can get started. Uh, Ishika wants to say follow up on that. Ishika, over to you. Yeah, so like I just wanted to emphasize on uh, the Hacktoberfest because, you know, it is the best time to start up your open source journey with it. All you have to do for that is that just go to the topic of, of Hacktoberfest and you'll find a lot of repositories and you can just check out their issues. You can just, you know, contribute according to your preferences, your domain. And if you're facing any issue, you can always reach out to the maintainers. And along with this, a lot of um, these startups and a lot of companies are participating in Hacktoberfest. So you can also check that out. So according to your domain, you can contribute towards it. And I've seen a lot of student uh, communities coming up. Like, you know, even Unati has one. Uh, and they have a lot of open source projects. So again, if you just want to start up, maybe just reach out to Unati. She'll definitely help you guys. And um, one of the community that I used to contribute to uh, from my university is open. I just want to check if my voice is audible. Hello? It is. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's this one um, student community in my college, which I used to help out in, uh, that is called open. You can check out uh, through my GitHub. So even they have a lot of uh, projects lined up and they have a lot of active projects right now. So you can join up their uh, Discord channel or Slack. I guess it's Discord for them. And you can start contributing and they'll be more than happy to help you guys up. 
so yeah that is a, it from my end for now also to note that uh the first um, you guys uh, you people mentioned about that asset mentals also taking part in october fest as a, as an organization and yeah try hands you are like you can try um like contributing to asset mental repositories we have the three repositories contributing the one is mental js node and the modules so pretty much um excited to like have certain of the contributions from your side as well so yeah um coming on it uh, on to the next question that is how uh, what are the best practices when you are contributing to open source and what should we take care when we are contributing to open source yeah anyone of you can take this up yeah ashika yeah i'll just try to keep it very short uh, the best way to contribute to these open source projects is like you know first of all uh, check up the issues if you can you know solve anything and if you have any issue regarding anything if you're raising up an uh, issue for that make sure that you know you're writing up all the details properly in it and along with this um if you're contributing to a specific code make sure that you're writing neat code and along with that you write all the comments you know just write as if you're teaching someone so yeah i guess i was it from my end over to you ashwin yeah such a beautiful question uh, i'm so glad you asked that question uh, before you start contributing please 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 do some research uh, remember uh, the question that you are asking to someone did you ask that in google uh, chances are i if you ask something to me i will google it and tell you so you can just google it before just do a little bit of research before asking any questions and realize that everyone the maintainers out there the creator of project and everyone out there are humans and everyone is living in different time zones so give a bit of you know patience have a bit of patience when you're asking questions uh, you might not hear a reply anytime soon but i uh, believe me trust me uh, the maintainers must have listened to your questions if you have posted them so if you have posted some question or some query or you have done some complete work or you want to reach them out after asking them just give a bit of time they will come back to you a lot of people just cannot wait because they think uh, the maintainers might have missed their question that's not entirely true the thing is when you are awake the, the maintainer might be asleep because they're in other time zone uh, at the same time try to refer to documentation faq frequently asked question sections anything that is possible before you reach out to people and very important uh ask in public this is super important so if you are contributing to asset mental or any other project out there asset mental must have a discord channel for you to ask in public you can reach out to unati in dms for sure but what if someone else has the exact same question as you do if you are asking in public and unati is answering that in public the third person is getting their answer already without asking the same question twice so nati doesn't have to answer the same question twice uh it's taking everyone's time and you are also learning at the go so highly recommend asking and answering in public as much as possible unless you don't feel comfortable doing so but keep your highest preference asking in public 
do a bit of Google search before you ask and just have a bit of patience once you have put your questions out there. So these are some of the very super important things uh, beginners make mistakes in. And if you can master these, uh, this will really help you grow as a developer uh, altogether because these are some of the skills uh, you require to be an efficient communicator in your organization. So definitely uh, open source, you know, when I started my journey in open source, I used to ask questions and I used to make all the mistakes that I just said. And I was corrected by maintainers out there and I'm so glad I did. Uh, and I, I, with time, I mastered that. I got better at asking good questions and researching before asking that. And that really helps me communicate more efficiently. And these skills are really in demand by all the organizations out there. So uh, ask in public, do a bit of research, do Google before you ask and have a bit of patience. Yeah, like I totally agree to what Ashwin said. Because like, you know, initially when I was doing data science and I used to face a lot of issues because of my math and I used to directly just, you know, put up an issue stating that I'm facing this, this issue and you know, there's something up with your uh, um, software. But then um, they used to tag a older issue of people who used to have the same uh, problem. So, you know, it's better if you search for the problem that you're having through Google or you can just check out the repository and you can check the old issues if people had the same issue or not. So please do that. I realized it in a harder way. So yeah, over to you, Anati. Yeah, um, thank you so much, Ishika and Ashwin, for adding such a great points to uh, like to the conversation. Um, meanwhile, the next question would be that you already mentioned about communities and open source, right? So, are uh, you? already also mentioned that you are a GitHub campus sport and you are been leading such great communities in your colleges as well. So can you just let me know about some of the campus leader program that one can apply to and their importance in their in the student's life. So yeah. Uh, so if I want to talk about campus experts, GitHub campus experts, for those who don't know, this program is basically that uh, you are, you know, a campus expert or you are a community leader in your own local area. And if anyone needs some support from GitHub Education, they can reach out to you uh, to help judge their event or speak at their event or have some swags or anything like that. So as campus expert alone, I am not an uh, I am not the person you know who leads stuff or uh, you know who is you know like the like the uh, one who is doing everything out there uh, as campus expert i'm making sure that the organizers in the community or anyone else in the community who is doing events or participating in events is having a great time so we are basically the backbone a lot of people have this misconception that campus github campus experts or any other you know positions like that microsoft learn student ambassador or gds lead are the boss or are the pros who you know oh, who you know just take care of everything or uh, you know are are like this uh, the what whatever you say like man of the match or stuff like that but i personally believe all these programs are support are more like a support system 
to make sure everyone else is having a great time so we take care of things that can go wrong or if you need any support from organizations uh you don't have to be a community leader to uh, contribute in open source by any means you don't have to apply to these pro- student leadership programs to have you know to have better contributions to github we don't do that that is that's not how it works so uh, a lot of people do might have some misconception that you know to become a leader to get, you know contribute you know to better projects or you need know, to have abc titles in your name to become a better open source contributor that's not true uh these programs are for the ones if you feel like you know you have got enough idea about open source contributions and open source communities out there and you want to help the people around you so in my case i was the only one who was doing hackathons and knew the remo- about the tech- uh, opportunities out there you know remote work and gsoc nobody knew about mls fellowship in my college or in my area so that's how i had to apply to these programs to have better events and to spread the word that hey there are better opportunities than campus placements and xyz internships in college so these programs help you spread the word and if you're doing events so if i'm do- my community is doing an event uh, i want to encourage everyone participating so i utilize this this position to order some swags or some t-shirts and stickers for everyone so on its own uh being a campus expert or or being any student leader or any community leader out there has zero effect on your open source contribution uh at the same time these uh, programs definitely help you to uh spread the word about open source collaboration and contribution and become a better leader in general uh ishika you want to add something to it yeah so like uh, you know when i was in my sophomore year or my junior year I used to have a lot of questions and I didn't really had anyone who would help me out again no one from my university has cracked um GitHub campus expert program or MLH fellowship or GSOC I have been the first one from my university actually my whole state <laughs> but I feel uh, being a community leader like uh, GCE or uh, GDSC lead has given me the voice to speak in front of all the students and tell them about the opportunities because you know it m- is not really helping me out in my career but helping me to help the community out there and like you know again i probably saw it in someone's tweet people often start contributing to community for the swags but then they stay for the community so these programs is just like a backbone who is going to help you guys out to help the community build up to attract the students and and tell them about the opportunities that are right there for you because you know what i feel is that i have a lot of talented students in my universities but they do not get these opportunities because of the lack of awareness because like when i cracked mnh fellowship i have lost count like more than 100 200 students reached out to me that how i cracked it and how it has helped me out and how they can do it and being in such programs has given me the voice to help these students out there in my university so yeah over to you anupi yeah thank you so much ashwin and ishika for such a great um explanation to my question 
and to be very honest i can surely uh, like uh, i always said that i can relate but yeah this time i, I can surely relate and even in my college there was no one to help me out with things there were certain people who was who were al- always jealous about me uh, doing good in tech so yeah that's the thing and that's how community comes in and plays a great role establishing your identity and your career as well so yeah so meanwhile um, sachin would you like to uh, talk about the ids or internet nfts a bit to the audience so that they could understand about more about open source open source development yeah uh yeah for sure so uh we have been working on inter nft which is a metadata standardization um first commissioned by interchain foundation um so what exactly it is like in very very simple terms uh it is how you store your metadata of nft on the blockchain itself um and using that it has 22 set fields where you can store properties and using the standard set by worldwide web consortium or w3c there's something called decentralized identifiers or dids which is a lot in talk these days and yeah uh, encourage everybody to like search dids and decentralized identifiers on youtube next and you'll find like a tons of information and research from microsoft and and uh, oss teams as well working on it uh, and it's super interesting like uh, it solves the problem that you would be you would have faced that uh, how banking systems have a different database right like icici bank and hdfc bank have different database and even in icici bank if you go if you want to do kyc for insurance you do that and then you want to do kyc for savings bank separately in the same bank for the two schemes you have to do kyc twice so i because the entire banking system is just based on legacy code and you will have heard it somewhere or the other that usa banking system is slow because it's based on legacy code uh, and so the problem is not just that you have to do your kyc in a, a, a single bank twice or a, a different kyc in every bank every services every government services every every application you have to do your kyc again why can't you just do a kyc have your your digital identifier there that is self generated and verified by a government authority uh, optionally and then every application can use that digital identifier every application can have a single shared database would that be like a revolutionary tech and that's exactly what uh, inter nft metadata standardization is used for for nfts that is non fungible tokens and uh, decentralized identifiers uh, with nfts again like people who have been in web3 space may think oh is the shilly scammy uh, you know jpegs that that are everywhere uh, but it's not um, the first nft transaction we did as a team was in 2019 between two enterprises in involved in high seas commodity trading where millions of dollars of iou bills were settled uh, as nfts in real time and back in 2019 nft was not even like a trendy term and since then like we just figured out from an engineering pure engineering perspective that uh, proof of data verification on on a shared database can can solve a certain problems in fintech certain problems in commodity trading 
and yeah that's what we have been developing a decentralized identity that every enterprise every um, application can use and it's live it's already developed and um, an nft nft uh, solution that uh, you know metaverse games and complex enterprises uh, solutions will require that is currently not possible on blockchains like ethereum and solana um and yeah it's pretty exciting over the time a lot of open source teams have been contributing like polka dot uh, secret network uh, intergen foundation worldwide web consortium and like some famous developers like joe andrew etc have given you know uh, have given their contribution the journey is pretty exciting uh if you like read about it so yeah if anybody is interested in starting with this thing uh we have the hacktober fest as well uh but apart from that even if you not willing to contribute like highly encourage everybody to uh read about it because it's is very very exciting when when you figure out the problem statement that is existing in the current you know tech stack that exists and the solution for it yeah thank you so much uh, sachin for adding such values to the, my question so um would be wrapping up the space by just asking ashwin and ashika to add certain of the points uh, or some of the pointers they want to have before uh, we end so yeah um if i want to add some closing notes if you are new to open source contribution just go just do it uh, don't think you will fail or not if you are failing there's nothing you are going to lose anyway uh, just try like hackerfest is a great way right now you can participate get your friends uh, do it together it's much more fun if you participating it together ask questions in public uh, google search it you can watch some youtube videos on see how to get started with contributions uh, in fact uh, if you want to like get a taste of what learning in public feels like you can uh, uh, literally share what you learned from this twitter space and you know tag uh, on the t and us and we'll be happy to know like you learned something from it that is what uh, uh, learning in public means like um but yeah if you uh, this this is for one if you are new to open source contribution if you are someone who is pretty co- uh, pretty you know active in open source communities and contributions help others get started in open source contributions you know how much impact in fact can it can have in career and in your personal life too uh, in your skills and everything else i have made a great friends from open source contributions so if you are someone who is already in the open source communities and doing great contributions help others out uh, maybe by writing blogs or doing live streams or doing twitter spaces like this so yeah actually uh, thank you so much unnati for taking up you know having this space and inviting me i'm i'm very glad that you did this and yeah uh, happy hack- hacking and happy hacktoberfest everyone yeah i just want to add on that you know open source can literally change up your life it has changed mine from gaining up the experience to cracking up so many opportunities you have so many opportunities from beginner level starting with hacktoberfest and we have so many programs like a uh, girl script summer of code etc 
and then coming up to the advanced opportunities from gsoc to mnh fellowship you have outreach google season of dogs i mean you have it all right there it is that you have to apply for it and just going to say that if i can do it you can do it and there's nothing wrong in applying because you know the worst thing that can happen is that you just get rejected which is a lot better than not applying because you know just let me tell you guys that i applied for mnh fellowship like four times but i never had the will power to submit the form but like you know uh, at the end i just did it and i got selected and i got in the mnh fellowship so just going to say that apply it at least you'll get the reason for your rejection and maybe you can work on it afterwards so go for it definitely it's going to change up your life you're going to gain so much experience and it's going to be super amazing and the best feeling is when your code goes under production when people start using it and through open source you can do that also so yeah again thank you anati for calling me up here and i am glad that you did this space and i'm pretty and i just hope that people were able to get something out of it and that if i was able to help anyone out there so yeah thank you anati uh, and over to you thank you so much ashwin rishika and the speaker we had in the past uh, for joining this space um to be very honest it was very short notice for you to join rishika but yeah thank you so much you are a great friend <laughs> yeah so um thank you so much uh, everyone for joining if you like the space do tweet the learnings and tag asset mental and the speakers we would be happy to uh, like um see what you have gained out of the space and yeah pretty much excited for activefest and asset mental is coming as a organization do contribute and yeah thank you so much Bye, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Asset Mantle hosting a space discussing open source contribution. Recorded on Thursday, October 20th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.